Hey, good morning and welcome to this morning's brief devotional. And let's get started. If you have your Bibles with you or your device, whatever it may be that has the Bible on it, open your Bibles to 1 Samuel 16, 7. And this is the ESV version. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So what is this verse saying to me? How is God speaking to me through this verse? And how do I want to convey that to you? and how God's speaking to me and something to think about or reflect upon. So if we think about this verse and what it says, and as you can see, I'm uh, dressed up again here. I'm in uh, some business attire because I had an important business meeting this morning. Uh, so I've got my tie on and a lot of time I'll wear a sport coat or sometimes suits uh, because for a an earnings, I work in a uh, telecommunications, IT tech, software capacity, and I deal with business owners and C-level decision makers, and this is the attire I wear. However, I'm most comfortable in an old pair of jeans and a Harley t-shirt. Um, that's what you'll often see me in on the evenings and the weekends or in my favorite sportswear, which is Adidas. Um, I also am a big Ohio State fan, if you've not been able to tell as of yet. So I'll wear a lot of uh, team supporting gear. How this verse is speaking to me and how it relates to what I'm wearing today, this is kind of my uniform for work, right? And in my casual days, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've got the jeans and I'll wear a lot of rings and sometimes leather, especially if I'm riding my motorcycle or around the biker community. And often I'll get uh, teased. I'll get teased by this attire if they see me show up at a bike event or riding with a, a motorcycle club or supporting them. And if I was wearing this, I would get most likely teased versus in my normal gear of uh, maybe a Harley shirt, jeans, or you know, leather jacket or cut on. Conversely, if I was in the business world and uh, talking to business owners, and uh, consulting with C-level decision makers of large corporations, if I came in my biker gear or old pair of jeans and a Harley t-shirt, they may have a different thought of me or perspective, right? And unfortunately, it's been true for the ages that mankind, humanity, will often judge a book by its cover, by the attire you wear, right? And here in 1 Samuel 6, 7, it says, God clearly says to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature. I'm a pretty big guy. I'm about 240, six foot two. I'm in pretty good shape. So my stature is rather large or tall. I could use losing about 40 pounds or at least 30 more pounds. And then, uh, you know, I probably look a little uh, on the on the touch of the menacing side when I've got my biker rings uh, on, my leather jacket, and riding my Harley Davidson, unshaven most often. I don't typically shave on the weekends. And uh, for some people, that can be 
uh, distracting or uh, thoughts of uh, maybe a little bit of an overbearing alpha male demeanor. So it may not be accepted in the professional uh, arena of consulting and technology or telecommunications um, and vice versa. You know, and, you know, what's this guy showing up in a suit and tie at a bike event? Who's this poser, right? However, with me, it's, it's uniforms. It's what you have to wear for a particular audience because people will judge or at least determine who you are, what you're about by your demeanor, your appearance, your stature, or what you wear. Could you imagine though, if all of us, every human being on the planet, what they exuded in their appearance and what they wore was from the heart. Let me tell you what, I know some on fire, God fearing, soul saving, wide eyed, sanctified men of God that look like burly uh, beasts tattooed from head to toe and piercings and may have spent some jail time or ran with certain gangs and uh, did some pretty uh, questionable things in their past. But the heart of these men are on fire and they save souls and they've got hearts of teddy bears even though they may have the appearance of a grizzly, right? <laughs> a grizzly bear. And these men are some, you know, amazing men of God. Conversely, I've seen, you know, those dressed up in a suit and tie and and even in church and uh, you know they have this outward appearance of being uh, clean cut shaving uh, the perfect Christian and they can speak Christianese I call it Christianese or being overly religious or religiosity right in church on Sunday however they're entirely different after the church uh, service ends Monday through Saturday they're different with their family and their neighbors, and they're not exuding necessarily the salt and the light on the outward appearance that they have in church. You know, it's not about what you wear. It's not about a tie or a fancy pin, cuff links. You know, it's not about a Harley shirt, rings and tattoos and piercings or whatever it is. It's about the heart. It's a heart matter because God looks at the heart. If you look at the Hall of Faith in Hebrews 11, you can go through all of the heroes of the Hall of Faith. They were broken people. They were often misfits and outcasts. You know, you think of Moses, you know, he he, he was a murderer and, uh, you know, he couldn't speak. He often stuttered, they say. We look at David, he was a wimpy, tiny, scrawny little kid, but he beat the giant and became a king, a king after God's own heart we can go through and what noah did who became a drunkard but he was used by god and jo jonah that didn't want to go to certain places and you know he swallowed by well but he was used by god the bible is full of it and if you look at the 12 disciples all of them imperfect men fallible some had alpha male egos like peter or the sons of thunder you think about the tax collector you know, in Matthew, and he wasn't loved by most anyone, including the Jews, because he was that tax collector, right? And then we had the doctor, and we had, you know, the doubting Thomas, you know, that continuously doubted, even though he's seen and walked and witnessed the miracles at the end, he had to touch the wounds of Jesus. God uses broken people. God uses misfits and outcasts. God can use any way anyone, anywhere, anytime, and God looks at the heart.
So if you think, if you think you've made some mistakes in the past, if you think that because you went to prison, you committed a crime, or you got caught up in sin that entangled you and almost swallowed your heart, that you can't be used by God, let me tell you what, He can use you. He can turn your heart around. He can turn your life around. He can give you peace and joy that's unimaginable. And He can save your eternal soul so you live in heaven, right? Amen. Even though I wear this tie and I dress up uh, to meet these audiences and they may at first judge me by my parents or if I show up in my old pair of jeans and an old Harley shirt with, you know, bracelets and rings and unshaven, God always looks at the heart. I'm the same person whether I'm dressed up to the nines in a suit and tie or I'm out on my motorcycle and you know, ripped up jeans and unshaven, I am still the same. And if you look at Jesus and his life and the way he walked, he was consistent, he was the same then, he was the same yesterday, he will be the same tomorrow and for eternity. But he communicated and related to the people he was witnessing to, he was serving, he was loving, he was leading, he was teaching, he was instructing to make disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And he could address to the nines and gowns and gold and wear a crown. He could have legions of angels around him. But no, he was considered the beautiful outlaw, as John Eldridge calls him in his book of the same title. He was an outlaw at that time because the religious, the really religious, the Sadducees and the Pharisees judged him cast judgment upon him, even called him a drunkard at one time because he was there with the broken, the outcast, the myth, misfits. He was there among the people and talked to them in relatable terms and his attire was relatable to them. So his words were relatable, the way he led, the way he was empathetic and the way he did it in love, he was relatable to the people. And the attire he wore was of the common people of that time so in closing i just want to say if you're having a tough time look if you're having a tough time during covid the uncertainty in the nation of the united states in this election year this covid virus you know if if you feel as though too that you're caught up and entangled in sin that god can't use you or that you're so broken that god can't use you he can use you he can have you dressed in priceless jewels from the heart because the heart is what matters he can change the heart and the heart will change everything else so if you feel that you are forgotten that you're lonely that you current anxiety and depression and things look so dark let me tell you what there is light at the end of the tunnel there is light through the force this time right now is temporary okay Put on the full armor if you're a Christian. Polish it off. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, if you don't know about his life and how he lived as the beautiful outlaw that flipped the world, I'd be glad to share my story, my walk, my experiences, and tell you how you can accept the free gift of salvation. If you're hurting, if you feel like you backslidden or you, you know, you're saved, but you're feel so far away from God, reach out to me, ping me, message me. 
let me tell you what, God can use you no matter what. God can turn your life around and God can set you on a path of freedom and victory in him. So in closing on this morning devotion, which I went longer than normal, look, it's a beautiful day. Any day that you can rise in the morning, take a deep breath of fresh air is a good day. And you, your attitude and your thoughts and your perspective and your outlook can make a difference. So make it a great day because you truly have a choice in making it a great day. And may you launch your life with purpose, navigate with principles and explore with passion.